In this episode, we talk about body image issues. If you suffer from this, please see our show notes for helpful links and know that you're beautiful. So this is our Father's Day special. Happy Father's Day, Father. Thank you, Daniela. You're welcome. Uh, what do you got planned for me? Oh, it's going to be a big surprise. Ready? I'm going to be there. Hey. That's, that's about it. That's okay. Bring donuts. Oh, okay. I'll do that. Um, so I've been depressed, but I don't oh. feel depressed. I just, you know, it's not a depression feeling. It's like, I just don't care to do anything. You know, that's how I felt my whole life. Well, that took me aback a bit. You put on, it's like you're playing this character that you put out to the world and then you come out and it's like doing a 12 hour shift. You know, I used to be exhausted being Joey pants and, uh, and then I would come home and just hide from my family. I'm still hiding. I, you know, like, I live, I live in a, you know, 4,000 square foot house of which, I use about 700 square feet. I mean, that's something you could change if you really wanted to, if you felt that that would make a difference. Or maybe it's just because it's not a feeling just because of the pandemic, because it's something you've had before. But the fact that we're coming out of a pandemic and from doing nothing all the time definitely adds an element to it. And I think we've gotten comfortable doing nothing and comfortable in our isolation. And again, that's stuff we've done even before we were forced to, but it's, I can't, I can't really find the words because it's just so, so new and hard to describe, but I know everybody knows what I'm talking about. Um, there are days I'm like, Oh man, I wish we were still in the quarantine. Like, so I didn't have to put on clothes and have to step outside and have to go to work but then sometimes once I go to work, I'm actually like, it's like I'm doing so much. I get distracted from those thoughts. Well, yeah, that's that's what I love about work is you, you don't have time for your your thoughts. And, and, yeah. and you know, you, you're forced, you know, you, you've got a deadline. I, I love that part of it. Um, well, you know, also. I did an interview, I did a series of interviews yesterday because from the vine is opening in Australia on Thursday. And, uh, and one of, one of the interviewers who had done a lot of homework and he, he knew everything about my career. And, uh, you know, he said, you know, you've been, you've been doing this for 50 years. <laughs> And it was like, I have, um, doesn't feel like it, but a big part of me, I, it's like, I'm 70, I'm going to be 70 in September. You, you know, like a big part of me is just tired. 
you know, most people retire, uh, you know, and, and, and I'm, I, I enjoy the simple things to do a little gardening. I take a nap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go for my walks. Uh, and I play with the dogs. It, it's not bad, but, um, you know, things are slowing down. And I and I'm not I'm not like a dog with a bone like I used to be. Uh, you know, I was very aggressive and assertive, and was on top of everybody in terms of my business. And and now I'm like, eh. Well, like you said, you're going to be seventy. You're totally allowed to do that. You're totally allowed to be like, eh. And the great thing too about I mean, one of the very lucky things about being a white man is you never age. So you, I mean, in your, in your field, in your acting field, right. And I think it's sort of changing for women. I think now they're getting more roles longer and I hope that keeps happening. But I mean, since forever, you're going to hit an age and you're just going to start working again. If you want to, you don't have to, but you can always, you'll always be able to find a role. It's just if you want to do it and you don't have to act anymore if you don't want to act. If you still like if you miss the joy of working, you can be an acting teacher. You could teach at any studio in the city or like start your own thing or you can just garden. Yeah, I think the gardening is a good idea. Yeah. Um, How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um. I think I just worked out. So I think that helps me feeling like right now in this moment. What kind of workout did you do? It's um, it was like a Pilates hit class. Uh, So hit is like high interval training. It was actually one of the easier classes I've done at this place, which means it was still pretty hard. (laughs) Um, But I'm feeling better every time I go to the class. I can do the exercises a little bit better each time. There's still when I'm moving my body, I feel like like an infant sometimes. And I like don't know what I'm doing with my limbs. And I do a lot of comparing myself to the other people in the class and to the instructor. And I'm trying to like train my brain to be like that person who's teaching me this class has been doing this for six years. They're obviously going to be better and look better than me who has been doing this for four weeks once a week. So the the body thing that's still been like a very big thing for me, just like struggling with how I look. And I've developed a very weird relationship with food. And I'm trying to get out of that. Like trying not to not let me eat certain things. <laughs> And of course I'm crying cuz I always cry. Um But like the other day I was getting uh, <laughs> just talk through your feelings. Just let it, you know, just talk through it. I was getting dressed for work and I put on uh like a pair of what was supposed to be baggy overalls, but I think I put them in the dryer. So they were hugging me in the wrong places. And that immediately got me upset. 
And then I put on a pair of jeans that were actually like a size too big, but like they kind of had that baggy look, but I just didn't like it because even though they were a size too big, they still fit better than my other jeans. And like, so I just ended up wearing, I tried to wear black to work. So I was like limited in what I could wear. And then I ended up just not wearing black because nothing that I had was black was fitting me. And I got on the bus and I just started sobbing and I had my mask on and I just put my sunglasses on and was just sobbing because I've like hate my body sometimes and that's never happened to me. I mean, I've always had like been like self-conscious and a little bit, but like, this is the first time in my life I look in the mirror and I'm like truly disgusted and I'm not even that big. And even if you were that big, that doesn't matter because everybody is beautiful, but I just like, well, you know, that's what they say, <sighs> I guess. Yeah, but it's true. Um, as long as you think it's beautiful on you, that's all that matters. Yeah, but you don't. But I don't. That's the problem. Well, the problem um, is not what you think. It's, it's, uh, it's, I mean, my impression is, you know, you had the luxury of eating whatever the fuck you wanted to for, you know, such a long time. So you always, you know, food is your drug of choice. And, and so now your body, is not burning it off like it used to. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's like hard work, you know, it's hard work. You know, I've been on a diet. I can relate to this because I hated, I, 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 I hated the way I looked because I, I put on the weight as a kid. Uh, and, and I, I despise being fat. Uh, and ultimately, I was able to, um, you know, I developed an eating disorder as a result. But I've been on a diet for 60 years, you know, and, and you, you're going to have to change your behavior um, in order to be able to get back and to get control. But it's, you know, it's, it's a lifetime of work. And it's it's constant exercise, not, you know, it's it's, you know, running helps and counting your calories helps. But, um, you know, what I you have a perfect opportunity to not have those types of food in your house. You know, so when you get the urge to eat, you know, unconscious, that unconscious eating when you're in front of TV, you know, and and, uh, and the popcorn with, you know, all of this stuff that you ate as a kid is your worst enemy now. The thing is, I'm not even eating that stuff. So that's, I mean, during the pandemic, I definitely indulged in that stuff a lot. But like when I look back at like how over the past year I put on 20 pounds, I'm like, I wasn't eating. I mean, it was because I wasn't, even if I wasn't eating like cake and chocolate and all that crap every day, it's cause I was just like not doing any real exercise every day. But now like since being out of the quarantine, 
I, I don't have that food in the house. Like I don't keep it in the house. And there are times when like, yes, I'll like in one sitting, like eat a pint of ice cream, but that happens like not, it's not a frequent event. So it's, it's interesting to like figure out my body that way where it's like, I could have like a week where I'm not eating any crap. I'm eating really well and it still feels like nothing is happening. But I think that's also just being well, you should, conditioned for that, that. Like, what's that whole 30 you do? Um, Like the no grains, no carb, no, sh- no grains, no sugar, no dairy. 30 days. No legumes for 30 days. So why don't you, you know, do that? You know, and and then when you when you, when you complete it, don't go back to the sugar. It takes sixty. It takes sixty days to get an addiction out of your system, and we all know how how bad sugar is for you, and we know how carbohydrates turn into sugar, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and and we also know there's a history of diabetes in our family. Uh, so, but this is going to piss you off. But this is. This is forever now because mm-hmm. your body changed and it was bound to happen. Uh, and, and, and you, you guys all eat like shit, you know, I, 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 but I don't. Yeah. Well, you're in denial then because I've seen no. you. Well, sometimes I do. And this is, well, that's, that's, that's sometimes it's 20 pounds worth. See, this is why it's very hard to talk to you about this stuff. Well, but it's not supposed to be fucking easy, you know. <laughs> and and if if it pisses you off, then be pissed off. But you know, it's not supposed. To, this is you feel. You know, I, I get the sense that you feel like you let yourself down, and and you you know you did. It kind of got away from you. Uh, you know, so it's calories in, calories out. So. You know, what I used to do when I was your age is that if I if I went overboard, I put on my fucking sneakers and run for run for four miles. Uh, Right. But all the things you're saying to do can cause more issues than they can help. And I don't even think you realize it. That um it causes issues because what kind of issues, physical issues, emotional issues. I think more emotional, like, and almost more like self-hatred. Um, and this isn't just me thinking this is like, there's a whole new wave of like nutritionalists and stuff that are saying like counting your calories and, like if you eat a cookie, then you run to the gym to burn it off it, or like doing a bunch of diets all the time. It creates this like, like an unhealthy relationship with your body and your food. And while I do actually like how I feel at the whole 30 after doing whole 30, a couple of times, I now notice when I eat certain foods Instead of just noticing how it makes my body feel and being like, okay, yeah, uh, I shouldn't eat that that much. It should be moderation. I should, you know, I like 
am really mean to myself. That's yeah. That's just how it feels for me. Like I, I can't eat that. I can't eat that. I'll eat that and I'll be fat and ugly. It's like, no, if I want to have a slice of cheese every now and then I could put a slice of cheese on my hamburger. Like one slice of cheese is not going to put on 20 pounds. It's not. Well, what did? Um, every day. What did? Every day. Yeah. A, a pandemic. Don't blame it. See, I, I, I don't go for that. You know, it's like, oh, you got, I take responsibility. You know, I open my mouth. I use my left hand and I fork the food in. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I been cal- I count calories. Uh, I use, I use uh, the app uh, loseit.com and I've been using it for four or five years and I've been kind of regulating my weight. I get on that fucking fancy scale. I bought all of you guys every fucking morning. And, uh, and, and, and sometimes I'm just really pissed off because mm-hmm. it's not telling me what I want to see. Uh, but it's hard work to, to stay healthy. And it's not about the way you look as much as it is about, you know, it, it's like what we do with our, our dogs. We give them very small amounts of food, you know, so that they're eating to live, you know, and, uh, and that's how I think about it. It's, is, is I think, I think the reason why our dogs are still alive. I mean, we have a 17 year old Hercules is 17. Pappy is 16. You know, they, they, uh, they haven't developed the cancers or anything like that because they're in a relatively um, good good body weight because we know now that obesity causes cancer. Um, and we also know that obesity is anything that, you know, 35 pounds over your body type. And, uh, you know, if you see somebody walking down the street that's 200 pounds and, a, you know, five foot five frame, that's the interesting thing about eating disorders is you can see uh, their disease. Um, not unlike, you know, drug addiction, alcoholism, you can see it on the person's skin, you know, with food, you can see it. So, you know, that, uh, as I said, there, there are these great programs because it's an emotional thing. And it's not about eating. It's about it's emotional eating is a result of an emo- the way you feel that that's why that, that, um, you know, there, there are 12 step programs for that too. Uh, but ultimately it, it's the work we have to do on ourselves to understand what triggers us, uh, to escape you know, we escaped through television. You know, I was watching that wonderful documentary. I, I, I sent it to you uh, about Ingrid Bergman's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they interview her, her children, uh, her four children. And, and Bergman had so much pain in her young, young life. Her, her mother died several months after she was born. She had, she had three brothers and sisters, but they all died roughly around childbirth. 
so she was an only child. And then when she was seven or eight, her father died. And then her uncle and, and, and two cousins were killed the same year in a car accident. So tremendous trauma as a young girl. And, um, but she would, uh, one of the daughters was talking about you, media and watching, you know, movies and the, the cultural aspect of storytelling. And, you know, sometimes storytelling is just to escape, you know, escape the boredom of your everyday life. And that's kind of a pacifier, such as, as, as food is a pacifier. But there's so much emotion connected to it because if you eat, then you eat too much and then you're mad at yourself. You know, you, you eat the sugar and you feel great. And then you get, you have the, that low period and, and, and that self-loathing for, for eating it. Um, but, you know, I think you should also talk to, you know, talk to your therapist about this and talk, talk about I it. I do talk to my therapist about it. She would find this conversation very interesting. Well, she can listen to it. <laughs> she would say it's part of my issues, like part of my self-image issues are wrapped up in how you see other people and your self-image issues and your self-image issues come from when your father saw you and was like who ate Joey from him telling you you were fat so it's all that um what do you call it the uh emotional heirloom or that's like past like it's like a emotional traumatic like yeah the, hair, like heirloom that's passed down through yeah. the generations uh, is always something that's been really important to you and it's hard what i what i don't understand is the alternative is to let myself go right the alternative is just to put on 40 or 50 pounds and i know i won't be happy in that body Right, and no one is, but it's like, okay, it's like instead of just letting yourself go and putting 40 or 50 pounds on, it's staying in the house and not doing anything. Why Why do I have to do something? I mean, it's like, what's wrong with not doing anything? I, I, I've earned there's it. There's nothing, there's nothing, so that you could say there's nothing wrong with not doing anything. Then the, there's nothing wrong with putting on 40 or 50 pounds. I guess as long as you're happy, I wouldn't be happy. I, yeah, that's, I, I that's have a little the thing. thing. I have a little thing in my head that, you know, that tells me that I put on, you know, I'm, I, I'm three pounds overweight, five pounds overweight. I mean, and by the way, I'm not some lean, you know, guy that goes in the gym i'm kind of somewhat appropriately plump uh you know for for my age but you're so not though like you're actually when i look at you and again it's how we all feel right so like me saying this make makes no difference if you think that um but it would i mean you should talk to your therapist about that um because i i think i am starting to develop it a little bit but i think you have body dysmorphia because if you look at the scale and five pounds like devastates you or just like makes you 
like that's an unhealthy association in your mind. And I think that comes from your childhood. And I think you also project your body dysmorphia onto other people. I do for sure. I don't know if I have body dysmorphia, but, and it doesn't, you know, if I'm, if I'm three pounds, four pounds overweight, you know, it, it doesn't put, send me into a round of depression. It's just, uh, you know, I'm putting on weight. I've got to watch what I eat. You know, I, I try not to eat after seven o'clock, uh, at night. You know, I don't, I don't see the upside of going out, uh, you know, and, and having three full meals a day. You know, it's like, what, what the, what, what for? I, I have my, my biggest meal is in the, in the morning before noon. I, I just feel better. Um, uh, and, you know, and a lot of the research is coming in saying that's, that, that's pretty much the way to do things. Yeah, I mean, it 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 makes sense that you wouldn't eat your biggest meal at night when then you're not active after and you're just like hanging, you know, around and then you go to sleep with it. Um, I know there's like science back that up and that just like logically makes sense. But anyway, may I ask a question? Sure. Yes. For Joey, do you think that also your chosen career had an impact because you're on screen? And you had to adapt a, a, you know, you hear about actors that that balloon, like Christian Bale, right? Balloons and loses. So you had to, it was that part of what's in your mind that you had to, for the role, look a certain way. And then conversely, Daniela, because you have come at an age when Instagram and TikTok is, you know, things like social media and these Ill, other illusions are so prevalent for both of you. Does that have an impact? Well, me first. No, it, it, it was always personal with me. And, you know, Christian has an extraordinary um, work ethic. Um, and, and he didn't have the CGI. So he had, you know, he had to put on the weight or lose the weight. Now, you know, he won't do it at his age. Uh, because there are there are physical ramifications for that stuff. Um, I, I've done movies like when I did Empire of the Sun, we were in a concentration camp, so they put us on a strict diet. And also when I did The Matrix, those are the two movies that I remember having to, to be on these strict diets um, and, and working with doctors that oversaw it so that you wouldn't get sick. Um, but for me, it was just a personal choice. I just, from being obese as a, you know, as a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, also being ridiculed by kids at school and, you know, on the playground, being a target. I mean, I, I think the reason why I got uh, kicked around and bullied so much is because I was this fat kid and I was an easy target. So, so. Uh, and so it's no wonder that now you step on a scale every day. You know, I, I just think that hygiene and wanting to look look good for myself, because I'm no leading man. You know, I was a character actor. They didn't give a shit. How, you know, it was a it didn't matter. Uh, but with 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 
Robert's question to you and TikTok and all that stuff, you know, I feel terrible because, I, you know, again, it's cultural and it's generational. And in my case, when we do, when, when I was selling myself and doing eight by tens, casting people wanted the photographs to resemble who you were so that they looked like you, so that if they saw a picture of interest and they brought you in for, for an audition, they would be very upset if you looked nothing like the photograph you, you submitted or the age of submitted. Now on TikTok and Instagram, there are all these filters and they can make you, you know, it's like, you don't, you, the whole world is unhappy with, with, with the way they look. Right. And uh, I mean, for me, it's, it's like, t t there's two different answers and they contradict each other. I think, um, it's a more recent thing that I've noticed this, like comparing myself to others and really caring what I look like. Um, and I think part of it is because my body did just like all of a sudden it's like, Hey, you can't metabolize as fast anymore. Ha ha. Um, so like, you know, I look at certain people now that I see on my Instagram and I'll, I will like look at them and be like, Oh, I just want those legs. I want the thighs that don't touch each other. Like I just, if I can get there, if I can get there, like I just want to get there. Well, um, but you're not going to get there by clicking your heels three times. You know, no, I mean, all I that work to get you there. I biked on the, at the gym five miles today. I biked six miles yesterday. I went to a workout class yesterday and today. So I'm doing the work now, but that work is only half of the battle. If I still look at him, <laughs> if, if my brain is like this now, it'll still be like this when my thighs don't touch together. It's not going to make a difference because it's my brain and not my body. That's the problem. I don't Truly. I don't see it as a problem. Um, you should talk to your mother about this. I mean, she, she did this for a living for, you know, for a very long time. And, uh, and back in those days, they didn't have plus size models, you know, so you had to fit into the dress or the, or the outfit or you didn't get the job, you know, that was part of the package. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm no doctor. I'm just your father. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing that we are able to have these conversations. I don't know. I think that, you know, if you, if you're, you know, you're doing the work and you have, you, you know, it's, it's just, this is all just happened. I'm the last, last year. You know, just so happened coincide with uh, with the pandemic. Your, your body, your body changed, and 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 so you're going to have to adjust um, eating habits. You're going to have to be a danorexic, like like you call me. You call me a manorexic. Man manorexic. Uh, but I love so. It's just it's. A struggle because I like food. I want to, I don't want to never have a slice of, I want to have cake on my fucking wedding day. All you right. know? That's good. So, fair enough. So, fair enough. So, let's wait for your wedding day. I do think there's something about 
the brain and the body. Um, so like as as I was saying, I could say it without pushing through fear or through tears. <laughs> if I think I if I'm not happy now when my thighs touch, I won't necessarily be happy when they don't touch. Because I think the problem is somewhere else. It's just it's it's something else. It's something I'm trying to work on with my therapist and trying to figure it out. But get to get back to the point of TikTok and Instagram, there are times when I'm scrolling and I'm thinking that stuff and it's not healthy. So let's say two out of ten times it's that thought. Or it's like images. Thought. It's two the thought of like, hey, don't like my body and comparing it to like the little, you know, super fit models that hey, I see. Yeah, the 18 year olds. Like two out of 10 times, it's that. Eight out of 10 times, I'm seeing all different shapes and sizes. These beautifully confident women who are sometimes smaller than me, sometimes bigger than me. And they are changing what beauty is. They're changing what fitness and health looks like. They're changing how we go about nutrition and all of that stuff. So while there's all that negative and, you know, with the algorithms, it's who you like, they're going to show you what you're interested in. But so like I try to follow and, and change the algorithm. So I get more of that body positivity and all that int- like new way of doing it. Um, I do think it's, such a great time to be specifically a woman because we're held to different standards. I actually had this conversation with my boyfriend the other day, like where those standards come from and who set them and stuff. Uh, I think it's a wonderful time for women in health and fitness and in beauty because we're changing the narrative. We're changing what it always was. Um, which is, you know, because I mean, just hearing this conversation, like things my dad says, things that I say and think were very vastly different. So I do think there is a, a good thing that's coming out of that, too. And it's just it's really just about the algorithm. Well, you know, you mentioned Dan. I mean, I noticed that he works out a lot and he runs a lot and he, and he eats a lot, but he but but um he also, you know, exercised a lot. Your brother Marco and does fitness for for a living. And it's just management. It's like every other thing. It, you know, it's it's management. It's writing. You know, depending all de- all depending on what what your business is. But the, but the the idea of you know creating a a blueprint, you know, the, 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 the idea of, uh, you know, that, that weight loss is a trillion dollar industry. And if you watch network television, you're seeing commercials for restaurants and fast food. And then, then you'll see, the, you know, in the same slot, you'll see a commercial for weight loss. But this this conversation all began with uh, you talking about how 
you were pissed off because you put on, you know, 20 pounds and your clothes don't fit. And I think that's great. You know, I, I, I judge, I judge my, my body with, with my jeans. I think these fucking, uh, stretch pants that, that they put everybody in that, uh, you know, the, the, the Peter Pan leotards that are, that, are, that, are, that all the women are wearing, you know, yoga pants. Yeah. Yoga <laughs> pants. Yeah. <laughs> you should be wearing them when you do yoga, not, not during the day walking around because you can put on weight and you don't know it because those pants are not telling you, they just stretch with you. Oh, they tell you those pants tell you oh. as someone who wears them pretty much every day. They tell you, but see, you, you have just, you have a very different way of thinking about this stuff. And it's because you grew up at a different time. It's because you're a man. It's because you have your own issues and trauma with it. Like really clothes. We're not to, we are not meant to fit clothes. Clothes are meant to fit us. And it's also so hard. And I don't know if it's the same in men's world. Maybe, you and Robert, you can also answer that question. But I, as a woman, can walk into five different stores. I can be a small in one store. I can be an XL in one store. I can be a medium in one store. I can be a small. It's not, it's not, it does not go across the board. Like, I don't know. And I think maybe it's not the same with guys because I think you guys go by measurements. Women don't do that are like it's small, medium, large, but they don't match. Like it doesn't match. Like I could be a 27 in one store and then in the next store I'm a 30. Like it doesn't make any sense. And I mean, this is like a whole thing. It would be really awesome to get someone like a nutritionist, like someone like that on this show, especially with our issues with this stuff. Cause again, we're very different. Um, and I think it's hard for you, dad, to see it a different way than how you see it. It's cut for men's pants, at least. Oh, and, and shirts. It's it's cut. It's it's the way. Yes, I can be an X weight size. Um, and it's also these, in my opinion, that's where I thought Joey was going before with the Peter Pan pants. I don't <laughs> like tight pants. I'm too old to wear tight pants. Oh, yeah. For guys. <laughs> So it's not like in sh in shirts, but in shirts, it's like small, medium, large. But in pants, it's what is it in pants? Waist and inseam. Um, but the but again, the, the waist size, but then it tapers to this, you know, Python yeah. cutting off your circulation ridiculousness. So I guess it is the way that they measure and how you like go into the store and ask for it is similar. But Robert, if you went into five different stores, would your size be the same in every one of them? No. It's a large here and, a, you know, shirt size, all that. It, it varies on who the designer is. Right. By the way, a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, this is for, I, I wear clothes now that, that I've owned for 20 years. You know, most of my jeans are 15 years old. And so a, a big part of this is that I don't want to not be able to fit into them and have to buy new clothes. Now, I've known a, yeah. several people, movie star friends of mine that, that have, two sets of clothes. They have their fat clothes and they have their thin clothes because you know, their weight fluctuates. I can't tell if that's like accepting and healthy or really not. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think in their case, it's like, you know, if you, if you put on 
eight pounds over a couple of weeks or a month, you know, th those clothes don't fit because they wear such tight clothes, right? Because tight is in. It's for me, it's not clothes as much as it's just, I feel better when I'm at, you know, 178, 79 in the five foot, my five foot nine frame. I just feel better. You know, I, I just feel comfortable in my own skin and my skin is not rubbing against it, each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, running was always great. I always loved running. I wish I could still do it. That's why I hate it. I'm trying to get into it. Like I go to the gym and like get on the treadmill. I'm really trying to like be able to run for many reasons. Like just what about a the big one? What about the pre-core? Yeah, the elliptical. I'll go on the elliptical too. And like you hated biking. as much as running? Not as much on the elliptical because it doesn't hurt as much when I'm not like like pounding. Um, because running actually can be really bad for your feet. And I have really crappy feet. A chiropractor told me that once. The one that also like talks to ghosts while she adjusts you. She like looked at my feet. She's like, what is with your family? All your feet suck. <laughs> and like it was the first time a chiropractor ever like adjusted my feet. And it was really oh, she, awesome. This chiropractor knows my feet. Um, no, but she knows mommy's and Izzy's feet. And uh, so maybe it's a shepherd thing. It is a shepherd but, thing. I have beautiful feet, except for your jelly toe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Beautiful might not be the right word for the Pantoliano foot. Um, yeah. I just don't like the way running feels that way. So the elliptical I like more because it's like the same motion, but my foot's not slamming. I like bike, like riding the bike too, that for that reason. Um, but I want, I would like to be able to have that stamina because I always struggled even when I was like super skinny, like with the stamina aspect of anything. Um, so I'm trying to run for that reason in case, you know, like, because if someone was like trying to like kidnap me or like murder me or mug me, I would not be able to get away. I mean, with adrenaline, maybe, but I, I everyone who's listening, the four people out there, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoever is listening to this. Your four people are very important to us. Thank you for listening. Seriously, the best. Um, please let us know what you think about this and help both of us understand it better because I'm sure both of us could be really wrong at some things and right in other things. Also, I just want to, I want to, add to that that what i call my seven deadly symptoms right like the seven deadly sins was it sloth greed oh okay this is fun this is fun let's do this it's pride sloth gluttony greed is lust one yes um what are the other two? Sleepy and dopey. Yes. <laughs> hey, Siri, what are the seven deadly sins? According to the standard list, they are pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony, and sloth, which are contrary to the seven heavenly virtues. Envy and wrath. Yeah, wrath is what? Anger? Yes. All seven of those. Dad, I think you have all seven of those. Yeah. Uh, Plus your symptoms. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lucky number. That's 14. That's my number. Oh, there you go. 
Oh, man. All right. Anyone who's listening, you are beautiful and Danny's, intelligent. Because she doesn't feel like she can, she wants to say, I love you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you know, she's going to. The thing is, Danny, you could love me and not like me today. That's true. I guess that's an important lesson we can learn. Um, I do love you, daddy. And I still like you. I just think you need some more therapy in this area. <laughs> well, I, lo- um, I love you too, Danny. And I, uh, and I really, you know, I'm glad you're dealing with this. Appreciate you being uh, open and, and honest, you know, open enough to be able to discuss this with me, knowing my, my personal issues around it. Yeah, and I'm I'm happy we can have that conversation too and that I'm getting more comfortable being like, you gotta think about that a little differently, Dad. 